You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 137, Why I'm Glad Travel Nurses Make Tons of Money. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. I don't need to say it, right? You know I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode in front of my Christmas tree. It's magical. The lights, the decorations... I love our Christmas tree. We actually found a really good one this year. We always go out into the forest to pick out a Christmas tree, and we've gotten some pretty bad ones in the past, I'll be honest. (laughs) We've gotten some terrible ones, but this one is really nice. I'm very pleased with it, even though my husband said the other day, he was like, I don't think anyone else would find it very special. I was like offended for my Christmas tree because I think it looks lovely, but... I see where he's coming from. Our Christmas tree is the type, like, the way we decorate it, it's all kind of a hodgepodge of sentimental ornaments, things that I made when I was in elementary school that have somehow survived the test of time, and things I've made for my parents that I guess they gave back to me, (laughs) and ornaments that my husband and I, we, every year we make an ornament for each other. Or I should say we take turns making an ornament that represents the past year for our family. So like I'll make one one year. It's my year this year, actually. I should get on that. And then it's his year next year. So anyways, that's our Christmas tree is kind of a hodgepodge of things. I know some people buy really pretty ornaments and their tree looks really uniform and put together. Ours is not that way. But still was not called for for my husband to make such rude comments about our Christmas tree. But anyways, I'm here. I'm sitting in front of it. It's magical and beautiful. I love it. And I hope you guys are doing well. I was actually thinking as I sat down here to start recording, I was like, it would be so awesome if I could just sit down with every single one of you here in my living room. There's an empty seat right next to me. You could just sit on that chair or you can sit next to me on the couch. That'd be cool too. And we could just chat and just chat about life and about this coaching stuff, all these tools and how it applies to nursing and your life. I would love to just sit down and talk with every single one of you. But even though we can't do that right now, I am super excited to talk to you guys today in this magical atmosphere. And what we're going to be talking about today is travel nurses making bank. And I think this is kind of a fun topic because it's so timely. Like, this isn't something that would have been on my radar to talk about a couple years ago. But right now, with how much travel nurses are getting paid, it's interesting to notice how nurses are responding to that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I know not all of you are mad about it. I know... Some of you are travel nurses yourselves, and maybe you're really happy with how much travel nurses are getting paid. And some of you aren't travel nurses, but you're still happy about how much travel nurses are getting paid. And then others of you aren't travel nurses, and maybe you do feel some anger or bitterness or some discomfort about 
how much you know travel nurses are making. Whichever group you fall into, or even if you're in a different group altogether, stick with me for this podcast episode because even if it's not about this exact situation, there are things in your life that you are kind of upset about. Maybe you're annoyed with or angry about or just feel some unpleasant emotions about. What we're going to talk about today will apply to that. I think it will be really helpful for you for those other areas of your life. Okay, now before we get started, I do have an announcement to make. And so I wanted to let you guys know over the next few weeks with the holidays coming up, I'm not going to be putting out new podcast episodes. So I decided this year I wanted to take Christmas off and be extra present with my family. So I will be back the second week of January. First week of January, we're visiting some family in California. So I'm going to enjoy that time and then we'll get back into things mid-January. And for all of my Bold Nurse Boot Camp and Bold Nurse Society members, this announcement is just in regards to the podcast. So we're still going to be doing our coaching calls and releasing modules and all that fun stuff over there, but I just want to let podcast listeners know it's going to be a couple weeks till I'm back. So one thing I want to recommend is if you are not yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that now so that when that next episode comes out in January, you'll be notified and you won't miss it. All right? So if you want to connect with me in the meantime, I'll still be over on Instagram. So come find me on there at Thriving Nurse, and we can hang out. And otherwise, I will be back to talk to you guys in January. So I hope you have an amazing holiday season. And I know it sounds like I'm saying goodbye to you right now, which I'm not, because we have a podcast episode to do. So let's talk about travel nurses and why I'm so glad they're making so much money. And this is actually something I posted on Instagram recently. I did a carousel post, which is one of those posts you can swipe through. And I put three reasons I'm glad travel nurses make bank. So today I want to talk to you about those three reasons. So number one is because being mad feels terrible. Whenever you feel an emotion, you are the one who has to feel it. Now that's true for positive emotions. When you feel happy, when you feel love, when you feel joy, you get to feel all of that. Other people don't feel your love. They don't feel your joy. Your emotions don't jump out of your body into them right? It it doesn't make them start to feel something. They create their own emotions and you create yours. And it's the same for uncomfortable emotions. When you feel mad, you have to feel it. So what do I mean by that? Well, feeling an emotion, it's literally what it feels like in your body. Being mad feels like some tightness, some heat, some tension, It's uncomfortable, right? Like, I don't know anyone who says, I love feeling mad. It feels so good. It's an uncomfortable emotion. So when you feel mad, you're creating that discomfort in your own body. Now, I think sometimes we think that us being mad is kind of punishment to somebody else. So the other day, Evelyn was watching The Grinch, and she watched it last year, but she was only three, and 
hid behind her hands most of the time. And this time she watched The Grinch and really, like, was enthralled by it. She kept asking me, you know, is The Grinch going to come to our house and take away our Christmas things? And she had this plan, like, if The Grinch comes to our house, we're going to say, go away, Grinch, and run away. She told me, if The Grinch still doesn't leave, then we'll get Dad. So that's the plan. If The Grinch comes to our house, we are prepared. But anyways, as we were watching The Grinch, I was thinking about how The Grinch was so miserable because he was choosing to feel mad. Right? So as everyone is celebrating Christmas, all the Who's down in Whoville are celebrating Christmas and they're having their big feast and playing with all their new toys and banging their drums and then all getting together and singing. They're having a great time. But the Grinch decides he doesn't like them having so much fun. He doesn't like them celebrating. He doesn't like the noise. He doesn't like the singing. And so because he's mad about it, he's the one who has to feel mad. All the Christmases that have gone by where the Grinch is just up on Mount Crumpet being angry, he's the one feeling those uncomfortable emotions. The Who's feel nothing. They feel none of his anger. They feel none of his disapproval. They aren't uncomfortable. They're having a great time. And it's the same for us when we are mad about something. We're just punishing ourselves. We're making ourselves feel miserable. It's not punishing them. So when you are mad, or if you are mad, about how much money travel nurses make, it's not punishing the travel nurses. And I don't really think that's anyone's goal. I'll talk about that in just a second. But it's not punishing anyone else. It's not punishing your facility. It's not punishing anyone who's made these policies, administration. It's not punishing anybody except for you. Because when you decide to disapprove and you decide to be angry, you're the one who feels that discomfort. So what I was just saying about how I don't think most nurses are like wanting to punish travel nurses or they're angry at them for making so much money. I think it's more towards their hospital or facility. So um, when I posted this carousel post on Instagram, a nurse commented on there and she basically to sum up what she said was, It's not that I'm mad at the travelers. That's not who my anger is towards. I'm angry at my facility because they've been saying all this time that they don't have the funds to pay nurses more. They don't have the funds to fix all these problems or to give us the supplies and resources we need. And so they've been saying this all along. And then suddenly, I guess they have all these funds to go and pay travel nurses huge amounts of money. So my bet is that that's where most nurses are directing their anger or their frustration or their disapproval. Now, the thing is, you guys, what I was just saying about the Grinch, that still holds true. It still holds true that you're the one who has to feel that discomfort. So while we can explain our anger and our anger can feel really justified, what we're saying is 
See, look at how I've gotten the short end of the stick. See how I've been mistreated. See how things have been so bad for me. I should punish myself more. That's what we're doing by feeling angry. It's like saying, I'm so mad at my facility because they held out on all these resources. My working conditions have been really difficult. Now I'm going to make my life even more difficult by feeling anger and feeling self-pity and feeling resentful. You see how it doesn't really make sense? Like I get it. And I'm, I want you guys to know as I'm sharing these ideas with you, it's not to say you're doing it wrong. It's not to say this is the right way to do it, to not be angry. I just want to offer you guys that there are other options. There are other ways to approach it. So if you want to feel angry, you can. But I think what happens sometimes is we think because it feels so justified, it's the only option, that that's what we have to choose. And what I have found for myself is when I take a look at it and I'm like, okay, I can see how the anger feels justified, but what is it actually creating? What's the benefit of it? Is there any benefit to this anger? And most of the time for me, what I found is the answer is no, there's no benefit to it. So anger is an emotion we feel to alert us of injustice. And I think that's really the only benefit where I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm glad that that anger existed for a moment. So if something happens and I feel angry, I ask myself, is there an injustice? Is Because that's what the anger is trying to tell me. And I take inventory of the situation and think about it. And if I do think there's an injustice, then I want to move forward and try to resolve it, to communicate that or to find solutions. But the thing is, anger doesn't help me take those next steps very effectively. It doesn't usually help me very much. So while I find the anger useful to alert me of the injustice, once I actually want to start taking action and moving forward and problem solving, then I'm like, oh, I don't actually need anger fueling me anymore. But sometimes my brain buys into it because I'm like, oh, it was so justified. I have to hold on to the anger and just really almost like nurture the anger. But once I am intentional about it and I realize that actually isn't serving me, it's keeping me further from the solutions and achieving my goals, then I'm willing to let go of the anger. So with you guys, I just want to offer you the opportunity to be intentional about how you feel, to decide, do I want to keep choosing anger or do I not? Is it helping me find solutions or is it making my life harder and keeping me from solving problems? So even if anger feels justified, you don't have to choose it. You can decide, do I want to choose it? Is it serving me? Is it helping me? Okay, so number two reason I'm glad that nurses make so much money is because that's what so many of us have wanted for so long. For years and years, people have been trying to advocate for nurses to get paid their worth. And now some nurses are getting paid quite a bit more. Some people might even say they're getting paid more than they're worth. But why are we going to be mad about that? 
If that's what we've wanted for so long and so many people have been advocating for, then shouldn't we be celebrating? Shouldn't we be happy that some nurses are getting paid their worth? So for me, I'm like, let's celebrate that because that's a step in the right direction. If you think about the suffrage movement, so women getting the right to vote, and I hope I'm not biting off more than I can chew with this example because I'm not a history expert, but women got the right to vote in the United States in 1920. And when that happened, not all women got the right to vote. It started off as white women. Women of color were still discriminated in a bunch of different ways and kept from voting, and they had to fight for that right for decades to come. But even though that were the case, and that's not what I'm sure any of them would have hoped for, what my hope would have been, even white women, only white women getting the right to vote, was a step in the right direction. Now, I'm not trying to start a huge movement or anything right now as far as wages go for nurses. I think if you would like to be paid more and you think it's fair for you to get paid more, I don't see any problem with advocating for that. But instead of using travel nurses as a reason to be mad and angry, maybe instead use it as an example of what's possible. That's what I love to think of when I see other people achieving things that I want to achieve. Instead of being jealous, instead of being mad about it, I'm like, oh, so it's possible. That's really awesome news, right? So then I start getting excited. I'm saying we could look at travel nurses and how much they make that same way. And guess what, you guys? How much any nurse gets paid doesn't make them feel how they do. You guys know this, right? If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about what causes our emotions. So if some nurses are feeling angry or underappreciated and other nurses are feeling excited and valued, they're not feeling those emotions because of how much they get paid. That's what a lot of us think, right? We're like, once I make a certain amount of money, then I'll feel appreciated at my hospital. But you know what? That hasn't happened, right? Nurses have been offered huge bonuses. Nurses have been given way more pay in recent years than ever before. And some nurses still aren't happy. And that's because how much you get paid is your circumstance. And our circumstances never cause our feelings and emotions. And this is true regardless of travel nurses. Like if you just step back and look at nurses around the United States making different amounts of money, there are some nurses in states that make less than $30 an hour. And they're like, if I made $40 an hour, then I would be happy. But guess what? There are nurses in other states making $50 an hour. And they're saying, I don't get paid enough. I'm not happy. If I made $60 an hour, then I'd be happy. And I know there's cost of living and all of that to adjust for. But even still, nurses in the same state getting paid the same amount, some are happy and some aren't. And that's because 
how much you get paid does not create how you feel. So with travel nurses making a certain amount of money or you making a certain amount of money, none of that is making you feel how you do. You are making you feel how you do with what you choose to think about it. If you think the thought, they don't value me, they're not paying me enough, I'm getting ripped off, you will never be happy no matter how big your paycheck is. And nurses have seen that, right? As some nurses have made huge amounts of money, more than they ever would have asked for, some nurses are still unhappy about it because their thought is now, but they should be doing this differently. The facility should be doing this differently. I'm still underappreciated. There's still all these other problems. And I'm not saying nurses are wrong for having those thoughts, but I want you to know it is those thoughts that's creating how you feel. Changing the circumstance, it's nice, and I'm not saying it's wrong for nurses to want to get paid more, but I just want you guys to be on to your brain. Your brain is the one making you feel how you do. It's the one making you feel about travel nurses and how much they get paid. It's the one making you feel the way you do about your facility. Your brain and the thoughts it's choosing are creating your feelings. And if you don't address that, then no matter how much money you make, you'll still be dissatisfied. You'll still feel scarcity. You'll still feel underappreciated. So that is important work. That's why in Bold Nurse Boot Camp, We've got a whole module called Fulfillment on Purpose because we don't want to just wait and hope that things change and make us fulfilled. We want to choose fulfillment and create fulfillment. And we have the power to do that. That's the cool thing, you guys, with this number two. Let's celebrate nurses. Some nurses are getting paid their worth. Let's celebrate. We can choose to make this mean something amazing. It's optional. I just want you to know it's optional. Okay, number three, I am so glad travel nurses make bank because when I'm glad about it, I am much more likely to make a ton of money. Did you guys know that? You are more likely to make more money by not being mad. And it could be through traveling. You could decide to do it yourself or maybe not. Now, I know some of you are like, no, I can't travel. I have a family. My partner has a job. We have kids. Our kids are in school. Like, we can't travel. And so I think some nurses feel like they're getting the short end of the stick because they don't have the opportunity to travel. And I want you to know, if you're telling yourself that, that's a total lie. You absolutely could travel. Every single one of you could travel. You could move away from your family. Your partner and kids could stay where you live now, go to their job, go to their schools, and you could go travel and make however much money you want to make. But when we tell ourselves that we can't do it, then we feel like a victim. And if that's how you're feeling, if you're like, it's not fair that all these other nurses get to do it because I can't, I want you to be honest with yourself. I actually had a nurse in Bold Nurse Society the other day get coached because she is going to travel, but she was kind of anxious about traveling. And what she had said was, I have to travel because the money is just so good. 
But she was doing the same thing just the other way. She was saying she didn't have a choice. And what I told her is, no, you do have a choice. You're choosing to travel. You're choosing to be away from your family. You're choosing to do something that kind of scares you because you want that money to pay off your student loans faster. And it's the same for you guys. You're choosing to not travel because you don't want to be away from your family, because you don't want to take your kids out of school or ask your partner to leave their job or to travel back and forth on your days off. You don't want to do all of that. So you're making the choice not to travel. And the reason I want you to own that it's your decision either way is because then you're not the victim anymore. Then you get to decide, maybe I want to do something else. You could decide, oh yeah, I do have the opportunity to travel. Maybe I will do it. Or you can stop indulging in the self-pity and say, no, I am choosing to not make that amount of money, even though I could, because I want to be here with my family or here in my hometown or for whatever reason I am choosing and prioritizing. But it really is up to you. Now, this isn't actually what I meant by number three. What I really mean by it is that when you're angry, you're limiting yourself from other ways you could make money. Because anger weighs you down. It stomps out your creativity. Just like it stomps out your creativity from solving problems, it stops you from finding new opportunities to make money. So if you've decided, I don't want to travel, that's fine. But what if you opened up your mind to the idea that I could not travel and I could make as much money as I want to? If you open yourself up to that, you might just find more ways to make money. Maybe it would be you just have more energy to pick up more shifts and to get those bonuses and whatever. But maybe it's something else. Maybe once you let go of the anger that's burdening your mind and holding you back, then you'd have some other ideas, some other ways that you want to make money. And it could be actually really fun. But when we're angry, we don't access that. So that's why I like to just choose to be happy about it. We get to decide what we approve of. And I like to approve of as many things as possible because it's in my power to do that. And it feels so good for me to approve. And it fuels me in my life to just approve. Like I reserve disapproving for really big things or I try to. Sometimes my brain wants to disapprove of something, but then once I take a look at it and start being intentional about it, I'm like, there's no need to disapprove of that. Why would I disapprove of that? No, I'm just going to approve. I'm going to love that they're making so much money. And if you need to feel some clean pain, some hurt or concern about your patients not getting the care you want to give or those types of things... Choose to feel hurt and concerned. I know this goes back to number one. Sorry, I'm getting out of order here. I forgot to say this before. But a lot of times when we feel angry, it's because really we're feeling sad or hurt or disappointed or something under the surface that is a less heated emotion. It's maybe one that's pretty uncomfortable, like feeling hurt and betrayed that feels bad. 
but it's more of like a sadness underneath. But often we escalate it, we cover it up with anger because anger is more familiar to us. We're more comfortable being mad than we are being sad. So maybe we just want to be sad about our hospital saying we don't have the money to provide these services. And then it looks to us like maybe they did have the money. Maybe we just want to be sad about that. But often we go to anger because it feels more comfortable and because it feels more powerful. It feels like it has this fire behind it that punishes the other person, that moves us forward. But really, once we take a look at our brains and we don't fall for it, we recognize that it's probably not actually helping us. It's just punishing us more. So instead, let's fall back to those other emotions, those primary emotions under the surface, the hurt, the disappointment, the concern. It's okay if you need to feel those things. But you don't have to escalate to anger. All right, my friends, it was fun getting to talk to you. Thanks for hanging out with me in my living room in front of my Christmas tree and just having a little chat. I hope you all enjoy your holiday season. Like I said at the beginning, I'm going to be taking a little break for the holidays from podcasting. So I'll be back in January. So please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you know once I'm back up and running. So you'll get that notification that a new episode has been posted and we can come and hang out again. All right, my friends, enjoy your holidays and I'll talk to you later. Take care.